your next ram this week's episode is from little faith to risky faith i'm excited to talk about this and as you all know i'm danielle that's your boy ardell <laughs> we are, we are so happy about this topic because the transition was created on a foundation of faith and of course we couldn't do this video without wearing the just faith and shirt right you gotta wear just faith and shirt when you're talking about faith um and i went right here i did not make cardell wear his shirt i just saw him what i was wearing but i did not make him wear his shirt i just want to throw that out there <laughs> but let's get to our topic today because i'm excited to jump into this one from little faith to risky faith now we know i live the most risky as cardell like to remind me <laughs> so for me Little faith to risky faith, it takes a whole lot of walking with Jesus, a whole lot of trust in Jesus. So, Cardell, just let us know from your perspective, I guess, what is your definition of risky faith? I would say that faith is when you step into a situation and you really don't know how it is. It's just like how you go being an entrepreneur. That's something risky. You don't know what the outcome is going to be, but you have faith enough to know that it's going to happen. So that is a great example of what risky faith is. Just jumping out to a situation, it sounds crazy. You don't know what's going to happen. Don't know when it's going to happen, but you're just putting your all into it because that's what faith is. It's just even though I can't see it, I know it's going to happen. And even though if it is something as big as starting a business or is as big as buying a house or it's something as big as buying a car, all of those things are risky, but you have to have the faith to know that it's going to happen. Absolutely. I agree with you on that. And I guess for me to hop into this topic, the best way for me to really explain how I really went from little faith to risky faith is to just tell you my life. Um, because it didn't seem crazy to me until Cardell pointed it out. <laughs> he said, you do some crazy stuff. And I'm like, do I? Is it me? Is it me or is it Jesus? That's the question. What is it? <laughs> A little bit of both. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's all Jesus. But, okay, so if we go back to me graduating college, that that's long time jesus help us if we go back to me graduating college i knew when i graduated my goal was i want a degree in this hand i want a job in this hand right and this was at a time where we were just recovering from this um whole economic crisis and no one was really hiring there was like a hiring freeze and everyone in my class kept saying we don't know how you get a job in your field. We don't know what you got going on, but you're crazy. 
And I feel like it was that moment. It was during my last semester of college where this flip, this switch kind of flipped and it went from little faith to, okay, you out here, we risky now. You gotta, you gotta either, you're either going all in or you're just gonna sit back and watch the world grow around you. So which one are you gonna do? So graduation, like day, we graduate in, or I graduated in December. And I tell Jesus, and I know you're not supposed to give God a deadline. I know people say, you're not supposed to give Jesus a deadline. Who do you think you are? He's, you on his time. He's not on your time. I get all of that. But this means Jesus. It's just how we roll, right? It's just me and him. And I said, Lord, I need you to move and I need you to do it before February 1st. Mind you, I just graduated in December. So we got a month to make this happen, right? There's an economic crisis. No one is hiring. And I have, I had already been calling so many people and everyone has, was saying, no, no, we're not hiring. What do you mean? No. Um, so during January was really the trying of my faith. That was a whole month of just me crying and saying, Lord, am I doing too much? What are we doing? Like, are we really going to do this? But I, and I had several interviews and most of them said no, until I went to one interview in Jackson, Tennessee, and in my head it went well, right? But they didn't call me for like a whole week. And I'm like, Jesus, what is going on? Like, what are we doing? And it was a week before February 1st. And I said, okay, here's the issue. When you have people around you who don't have risky faith, they like to remind you of how crazy you are. And they like to discourage you because I had people saying, oh, we thought you were going to have a job by now. Oh, oh, you thought you were going to be here, but look where you are. You still here with us. People like to categorize you and put you with them when you are really meant to be above, but it's up to you to see the greater in you and not let people categorize you and say, because I'm here, I want you to be stuck with me. No, 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 no. I'm not going to be miserable with you because I know that I have greater in store and I'm striving for greater, right? Week before February, everybody's reminded me of what I said and how I still didn't have a job. Why you what you don't have, don't they? And also, you know what? It's fine. I'm just I'm trusting God. And the one verse that got me through that that whole month, that whole month of January was seek ye first the kingdom of God. And everything else be added. I kept seeking God. No matter what they said, no matter how many no's I got, I kept seeking God. And it was one night I was in Bible study. And the guy that I interviewed with called me right like in the middle of a Bible study. And I didn't answer the phone, but he left a voicemail and said, hey, call me back. I called him and then he said, we want to hire you. And at that moment, I really lost it because here I am. I decided to hop out a huge leap of faith for me. Because before that, I wasn't like trusting God like that, right? I wasn't like trusting God like that. I wasn't like all the way. Yes, I believe God. Yes, I was raised in the church. But I mean, I'm fresh out of college. It wasn't like my faith was really, really tried until that moment where it was, you really out here. You're really risky. It wasn't, it wasn't my mother praying for me. It wasn't my father praying for me. 
I didn't have, you know, the church back me up saying, Lord, open the door. I really had to seek God for myself to really know that he was able to move mountains for me. And it was at that moment when that happened, when that call came through after my month of seeking the Lord, I was like, there is nothing I can do. I'm out here. I'm risking it all the way. Nothing we can't do. <laughs> and it was, that's it. I don't even know what to say after that. That's it. That's where the risky faith started for me. Was there a moment for you? Um, I think it took for me to understand that a lot of things aren't in my control. So I have to, I do have to take risks to actually like step out there because it was just like, for instance, like when starting this business, it was something that I had no idea what to do, how to start it, how to go about anything. I just knew that God had gave me a vision for a business, but I didn't know how to start it or anything. But it was just like when things start aligning and you really are giving God your all, he's going to send all the moving pieces to make it better for you. Because just like we said in the beginning of our, our first video, like we did this because God put us together for a reason. Like I was at the church at the right moment, the right time in the right place. And for us to both have the same ideas to jump out into this business, I didn't know you. I didn't know anything about you. You didn't know anything about me. You didn't know anything about my family. You're I didn't know strangers. anything about family. Just complete strangers that God put together. But we felt at that moment in time, I can trust you. I can say, let's start a business because you just can't start a business with any and everybody. Because it was like when we first started this business, um, I was talking to one of my cousins and he was telling me like, well, do you know the background history of your business partner? Do you know their credit history? Do you know everything that they've done? Do you know if they've been in jail or anything of that nature? And I'm just like, no, I don't. But I feel like God is telling me to get in business with her. Oh, and I have the most risky. <laughs> it's like, you don't know. But it's like I'm in this position now and I see that I had to take that risk to actually manifest the blessings that can be for me and not realizing it until a moment in time that I was really just faithing it. Like I was just saying, God, I want to do this. I know that you sent her. Let's do this. And then look at where we are now. Three years later, we are still running the business. We're still getting everything done. So it's just like, sometimes you got to take that risk. You don't know what the outcome is going to be, but you got to make sure that you're hearing that risk from God and not yourself. Because that's how we get messed up. Right. And I think we were talking about that before on how sometimes we let our flesh move us. But it could be just your fear of, I don't know how to word it right, but it's almost like a fear of, if I wait too long on God, then I'm going to miss out. We oftentimes forget that God's timing is perfect. And we try to rush him by letting our flesh move for us because we think we're going to miss out. Because we think that God is taking his time. He's going too slow. I need him to move right now. So let me just do this. And God catch up with me. It's not like that. It's we are definitely on God's time. And I realized that even with me saying, Lord, I want a job by February 1st, 
even with me saying that, it was still understood that I was on God's time. Even if he didn't do it by February 1st, I know he's still God. But here it is. I feel like he really honored my faith because he, in my mind, he said, okay, my daughter is really out here representing for me. All these people are doubting her. All these people are saying, you can't do this. All these people are saying, look where you are. You're here with me. You thought you'd be here, but you're not. Because of her faithfulness, because of her obedience, because she was still tithing when she didn't have a job, better preach. I'm going to bless her obedience. I'm going to bless the faithfulness. And I feel like that's how that was able to come into reality for me. It wasn't, let me just throw this out here. I wasn't just sitting back, chilling and praying. I was out there working. I was telling people, listen, I'm believing in God for this. I was tithing. I was still going to church. I was reading my Bible. I was fasting. There was some work behind the scenes. It wasn't a, let me just go to sleep, wake up, do an interview, go back to sleep. I was talking to Jesus like, okay, Lord, good morning. How you doing? I love you. How are you? We were communicating. It was a strong connection. And I feel like that's what sometimes people forget that they want the overnight success, but they don't want to put in the work. You just want to go to bed and wake up a business owner. You can do that, but there's a plan that has to go into place. Like God can make miracles happen overnight, but are you prepared for overnight blessing? Preach that with Davis. Preach that. <laughs> The point you while it's filling into my spirit. Um, one thing that you really said that stuck out to me is that a lot of people, like you say, we are taking that risk, jumping out on risky faith. And risky faith is that you're saying it. Like, I know it's going to happen. But it's multiple steps to having risky faith. You have to say it. Then you have to walk in it like it's already happening. Like, you can't just walk out of the situation and say, God, I want to be a millionaire. And then you just still chilling at the house and you're not coming up with the executing the plan to get to that point. So you still got to do everything in the meantime to get you to that place. So it's just like, you just got to keep working. When you say it, put the work behind it. Because like the Bible says, work without faith is dead. So it's like, you're just saying something that's not going to manifest into anything. Now, go back to what your question was, because I had to get that thought out. <laughs> get your whole thought out. Your whole thought out. No, I was saying that people sometimes don't want to do the overnight success, but I guess talk more about where faith comes into the planning process. Gotcha. So faith always, that's where you begin it, because if you can't believe it, it's not going to happen. And it's like a lot of times we want stuff to happen for us suddenly, quickly, whatever the case might be, because we're struggling during that moment in time. But you have to realize if you had everything that you have the faith to believe in, how would you execute it? How would you walk around with it? How would you do everything that you need to with it? It's like you want to be a millionaire, but God's not going to bless you to be a millionaire for you just to go and waste that money. Because like he answered the prayer, but now that was a wasted prayer. Like you have to, like somebody was telling me, you have to put intent behind everything that you do. And if you don't put the intent behind what you're saying and believing, it's not going to happen. And so that's the whole part of having faith is that you have to be intentional. 
you have to say, God, I'm believing in you for this to happen. I said, God, I want to start a business. I'm walking in that business. Me and Daniel has prayed over this business and said, God, we want to be in our next year. We want our income to go up, our income double in the next year. And then our income is already increasing again this year. So it's like, that's why we stay behind our statement. We don't worry about money because if God can provide for the birds and for the bees, why can't he provide for me? For me saying, God, I thank you. God, I love you. So if I can utter those things out of my mouth, God is going to bless me tremendously. I just have to just faith it through every situation, not question it, and just have the smallest faith of a mustard seed and walk through it. And as long as I stay on the path that he's, I'm hearing, and I sing and I know I don't have anything to worry about. I may not see it in front of my face right now, but I know if I keep walking forward, everything that I've said out of my mouth will manifest. All I got to do is just trust the process. Trust the process. That's it. Trust the process. And there was something that you said that was really good. You said you have to be intentional. You can't just be... I want this just because the world has it. Or I want this just because I saw it on Instagram. You have to be intentional. And I guess that stuck out to me because a lot of times we do want the blessing. But I feel like God is saying, if I bless you, will you still serve me? Are you serving me right now because you want the blessing? Are you giving your tithe right now because you want me to increase your income? And when I increase your income, will you still give time? Oh, here, will you give more yeah. amount? I feel like that is what, that's what holds some of us back because we like to use God. And I heard a, um, a preacher say this before. I can't remember who it is. We like to use God as a bank. We like to go, okay, Lord, I need this. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Okay, but what are you depositing into the bank? You want to withdraw, but what are you putting in? God's mercy, he's going to take care of you and give you that withdrawal. But now here you are, you're stuck, as we say. You're stuck and you're like waiting for God to do moving your life. But at the same time, what have you deposited into him? Are you reading your word? Are you sowing a seed? Are you witnessing? Are you telling the world that Jesus is Lord? Are you letting your faith speak for you? Are you letting your light shine for you? I feel like that's what sometimes holds us back from that risky faith level because we are so stuck on little faith. And then when something doesn't happen, we give up. But it's not that it does not happen because the Lord can't do it. It's he's really waiting on you to see if you're fully committed before he blesses you because he's not going to bless you if he can't get the glory. I made my own self happy. Is that we realize that what is the purpose that you're doing it? Are you doing it just because you're like, okay, God, I know that if I pay my tithes or I do this or I do that, I'm going to get that instant gratification. Or are you doing it because that's what you're supposed to be doing? Or are you doing it just because you're like, this is what I was always taught to do? So then you have to go back in the back of your mind and say, hey, now, why am I paying my tithes? I know they say pay my tithes, but do I feel that same way or am I doing it just out of habit? 
because sometimes we do so many things out of habit that we don't even think about it no more. Like we go to church every single Sunday, but why are you really going to church? Are you saying I'm really going to church every single Sunday because I'm trying to give God the praise that he gave me life to breathe and do everything I need to do? Am I giving my tithes because I really are putting my seed in the ground or am I just giving my tithes because I was told to give my tithes? It's all going to be predicated on your perspective of how you view it. And that may be why God isn't necessarily answering questions and answering things in your life because you are on this one track mind of one perspective. Like open up your mindset to say, what am I really doing this for? And once you realize what you're really doing it for, then everything should go easy. Because it's like one thing that we like to ask clients, why did you start this business? And when we ask them that question, they someone might say, oh, I just started this business because I want to make some extra money. Or you might have a client that says, oh, I want to start this business because it's always been my dream. So those are two different perspectives for the same question. And so you got the person that says, I'm just doing this for money. Now you're doing it just for money. Now when the money doesn't come, now you're throwing your dream away because you were just trying to get a little extra quarter in your pocket. But when you have that person that is saying, you know what, this is my dream. I'm being risky. I'm going for it. I'm doing this. This is everything I want to do. This is my baby. That is how you have better results when you actually are putting your whole heart into it and not just doing it halfway just to give somebody else gratification. But is it really giving you gratification? That's so true. And I want, for the people who are listening to this and they say, how did they get on faith and this is a marketing agency, like what are they doing? <laughs> so to help them out, to help the business owners out, number one, we got on this topic of little faith to risky faith because we wanted to give you insight on how the transition really became the transition. Again, we said all the time, the transition is built on a foundation of faith. The transition is God's business. It's not our business. It's God's vision. And he's just using us as his vessels. So I just want to throw that out there in case someone was wondering, how do we get on faith? And this is a marketing agency. We got on faith because the, markets, the marketing agency exists because of our faith. Cardell, for some reason, trusted me and believed that I didn't have a police record. That's how we got here. I know. I don't. In case you're stalking and looking me up, I don't. Yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But that's how we got to faith because, again, it's just so important to us. So to get that out the way. Now, back to what you were saying on what am I doing this for? That is such a pivotal question. Whether you are starting a business, whether you are writing a book, whether you're trying to start a podcast, what am I doing this for? Before you go and pray and ask God to bless it, you need to know why you're doing it because crazy thing here, God could put his hand on it. It could really get blessed and then not no shades of Popeye's, but your chicken sandwich could really be good and then you run out of chicken. So what are you doing this for? Make sure you're prepared for the overflow. That's why that's important, because you need to know what you're doing it for so that you're prepared for the overflow when you go and pray for God to bless it. Are we, are we prepared for the blessing? I think that's important. That, you said a word. What am I doing this for? That's I'm a preach. I'm a preach. And then to go back to what I said, 
that being in a marketing agency, we have to develop that we have to develop faith with our clients. We have to develop faith with the people that they interact with for their business. So faith is not just one of those things that's just centered around church. Faith is something that when I am promoting your product, I have to sell to them that you joining in or getting this product is going to make it 10 times better for your life. Because faith is something that you have to understand. How does it bless me? How does it add value to me? And once you understand that, you're able to walk into a lot of different things. So us being a marketing agency, you have to have faith. If you don't have faith, there's no need of me doing anything because you might come to me with a product that I don't think that is worth anything. But then I have to turn on my mindset. This is something new. This is something that's unconventional. But I have the faith inside. If you believe that this is a great product, I'm going to believe it's a great product and I'm going to promote it to the people that it's a great product. So that is how we can even entwine how the faith of God in the faith of business and mash those two together. Because if you have one, you can do the other. Oh, that's good. That's good. The Lord was using you for that one. Okay, so honestly, we could talk about faith all day. And I think we've been going for about 25, 20 minutes here. But my question now, for someone who's watching this and they're really saying, okay, I want to get from little faith to risky faith. How, like, what would you tell them on step one on how you get from little faith to risky faith? Because we do realize it's not an overnight thing. We definitely understand that. You got to go through some stuff. Um, but what would you give them if they asked for that advice? I think the first thing that I would say is that from little faith to risky faith is that first, just have the faith that is going to happen. And then as things come along, you're going to have to take the risk and still have your faith be in the play. Because you can say, okay, I want to start a business. And you start that business. You have that little faith developed. Then as time goes along, a big opportunity comes up. Now what are you going to do? You still can't operate on that little faith that all I wanted to do was start the business. You have to tap into your risky faith to say, you know what? This is a big opportunity. Am I really ready for it? Am I really ready to go on this? Am I ready to step into this next realm? Like all of these different things, you have to be prepared for. So in the midst of you transitioning from your little faith to your risky faith, take every single lesson that you had to go through. Because look at, look at your business or look at your job or look at any aspect of your life. Look at where you started from, where you said that you wanted to do something and look at the end. Now look in the middle and see how it, all of that developed. And as you see that, okay, I wanted to start this vision. My vision grew to me getting a client. Then after that, it grew to me having three clients. Then it grew to me having four clients. Oh, now I'm to the point that I'm about to step into an industry. And now when you step into an industry, you're like, okay, what do I do now? I'm here. This is to be. But if you said that you want to do something small, God's going to open up the door for something big. Now you should be mentally prepared because you didn't have client after client after client or opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. So now you've been prepared for it. You just got to walk in it and say, God, I'm putting my all into it, putting all my faith and I'm putting all the chips on the table and I'm going to take that risk because you prepared me for it. 
That's so good. I can't wait to post this because I'm going back and listen to this. This is encouraging me. Something you said that was very, like, stuck out to me was take the lessons, learn from the lessons, right? And I feel like that's where just faith that started. It started from me at a moment in my life where I was, like, overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed with career decisions, overwhelmed with business decisions, overwhelmed with relationships and friendships. It was just a season of just being overwhelmed. And I was driving from Memphis to Chattanooga. And I was like, Lord, this is just a lot going on. How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? But I want to be here by this. And I, it was just, you know how we write our goals down on paper? and you don't see anything happening or it's not lining up, like you have your vision board, but in your head, it's not lining up. That was me. I was at that moment. I said, okay, Lord, I did my vision board. I prayed over it and I don't feel like anything is lining up. So what are we doing here? It was a moment of me just being so overwhelmed and me wanting God to move immediately and do this miraculous. I wanted him to come down and park the Red Sea for me. I wanted him to move some mountains for me. But in the car, he just said, just faith it. I was like, Jesus, I need a word. Me, what? And he kept saying, just faith it. And I thought about it. I was like, okay, um, well, and I kept hearing just faith it over and over. And the more I thought about it, it was me reflecting on where he's brought me from. He said, yes, you wrote your vision on your vision board. Yes, you pray over it. Just because you don't have it now doesn't mean I'm not working on it. I just need you to faith it. I got another level I need you to take. I need to take you to before I get you to that level. You have more levels to go to before I get you to what you have on paper. That is just a finish goal. Like that's the finish line in your head because I can do exceedingly abundantly above all what you asked for. That's just what you wanted. I can give you the desires of your heart, but I need you to know that I am prepared to do exceedingly for you. I need you to just faith it because you wrote down some materialistic things, but I have to get you to another level spiritually in me. I was like, okay, wait a minute, Jesus. You know how God you want no spiritual orders? He was like, I was like, wait a minute, what? What is happening? But it was a moment of just me like driving and I, like this peace came over me. I went from overwhelmed to just in a state of peace. I was like, okay. We're gonna just faith it, and then he said, "Yeah, put that on a shirt, and then share that message with the world." I was like, "Okay, you want me to put this on a shirt? Share the message. Who buying it? Who paying for these shirts? Because it's a lot. Listen, print shirts, business in the business, a lot of money you got to put forth if you want to start a business. Let me throw that out there right now. A lot of money you got to put forth. And for me, I was already on a budget, and the Lord was saying." Put this message on shirts but that was a moment I just had to faith it and thankfully shirts have been selling my promotion hasn't been great we're gonna get better <laughs> because you know I, I keep making excuses and that was another thing that you mentioned I keep making excuses but I have to stop making those excuses because when you you ask God to bless something 
then you can't let your flesh get in the way with excuses. You have to go forth in a vision that you ask God to bless. That's a different message. The message of just faith it was me being overwhelmed and God giving me that confirmation that everything's going to be okay. But remember what got you here? Your faith got you here and your faith will get you there. So I need you to just faith it. I need you to put all of your faith on this, not just your little faith, but that same risky faith you had coming out of college. I need you to amp that up, add some more fire to that. And I feel like that moment, that speech that God gave me, that spiritual beat down that God gave me in the car is the reason why I'm able to say risky faith. Yes, it's going to be challenging. It's going to feel like your back is against the wall. You're going to feel like you're all alone. You're going to feel like Jesus left you. But your risky faith says, if he did it before, I know he can do it again. I'm done. I'm, I'm getting too high. I'm getting too high. I, I got it. Mm. I want to run, but I that'll be simmer, simmer. And I think, like, when it all boils down to it, the point of having faith is that we have to understand, even though we don't see everything manifesting, God is working behind the scenes. And when it happens, when we say, God, I want this big drop to happen, just keep working because he is working behind the scenes for you and don't stress and don't worry in the middle of your faith because that's I feel like even though the blessing is for you but I feel like sometimes we can delay a blessing by letting our flesh step in and have us worrying having us talking too much having us doing unnecessary things so you just have to understand that God this is between me and you I know what you said that you're going to do, and I'm going to trust and believe in everything that you said. And then even if you got to put in your daily prayer, God, I know you're working behind the scenes, so I don't have to worry. That should give you a peace of mind to say, it's all okay. That's why she said, just faith it. Because when you were just faith it, you put everything, you saying, God, I know you're working behind the scenes. I can't see it, but I know you're working. And I'm just going to keep going on down the same old road. And then when it's time for the curtains to open and I see the masterpiece that you created, then I'm just going to say, God, I'm glad I just faith it. Because I didn't have to stress. I didn't have to worry. I didn't have no sleepless nights. I didn't have to cry no useless tears. All I had to do was just sit in a passenger seat and just let you drive. My God, my God. You know what? I love, I told you I can talk about faith forever. This video is going to be, it's, it's already too long, so we'll wrap it up, but we have to do a part two. Most we definitely. need to do a part two because I can talk about faith. I, we could go on for an hour, but we won't put you through an hour, not today. We'll do, we'll do the hour show of just faith when we're on networks. I'm just speaking some things that be not as though they were. That's, that's all. Um, we definitely thank you all for listening to this podcast, for watching us. We thank you for your support. As always, comment, rate, subscribe, but most importantly, share. Share this with your friends and family. Share this episode because someone's faith needs to be sparked. Someone needs that encouragement. So encourage your friend, encourage your family member and say, hey, this is how you can go from little faith to risky faith. We know that 
2020 wasn't the best year for many of us, but listen, we are going to the next ram. We are going to evolve ourselves. We're going to do it together and we're going to the next ram. So we thank you all for watching. We thank you all for your support. And don't rem and remember, I'm sorry, don't remember. Whoa, I'm tripping. Remember to embrace your next ram. Bye. Hi. Just remember, I forgot to tell you how you can get your Just Faith shirts to spread the word of faith to the world. Here's the thing. You go to this awesome website, daniellewilburn.com, right? And then you click on, you can show us a homepage. It's Just Faith by your shirt at the bottom of the homepage. Or you can go to the Entrepreneur tab and it's right there. First thing you see, Just Faith It. But again, the website, awesome website, daniellewerbin.com. And when you buy your short sleeve shirts like this, you will have a website on your arm. So when people say, I love that shirt, where did you buy it? You just go, daniellewerbin.com, right? It's, I know, I know. It's almost like a marketing agency help with that. It's almost like, I don't know. It's, it's funny how that worked out. <laughs> Thanks for all for your support, guys.